say thank you because, again, I will say this. We don't know. People may be watching. People are coming in. Sometimes people are just a little nervous to raise their hands, but we're always thankful people are here. Queremos agradecerles a todas las personas que han venido. A veces nos ponemos nerviosos, pero queremos agradecerles a todas las personas que han venido. So if you come on most Sundays, you see Pastor Josh up here on stage. Si viene algún domingo, usualmente ve al Pastor Josh aquí enfrente. But he and his wife Danny are gone this weekend. Pero él y su esposa se fueron este fin de semana. They have a little uh, early celebration for their 20-year wedding anniversary coming up this Wednesday. Este miércoles es su aniversario número 20, pero están celebrando antes de tiempo. So when you see them, congratulate them on two decades of a great marriage. Así es que cuando los vea la próxima vez, por favor, felicítelos por 20 años de matrimonio. Last week, Pastor Josh began a new sermon series talking about spiritual warfare. La semana pasada el pastor Josh empezó una serie de mensajes acerca de guerra espiritual. And so if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Ephesians chapter 6, or we're going to put the verse up on the screen that we're going to read here today. Si tiene sus Biblias, puede buscar Efesios, uh, ocho, Efesios 6. Yes. Um, we're going to read the beginning part just like Pastor Josh did last week, but then we're going to add in uh, part of verse 14, which is our topic specifically for today. Por último, fortalezcanse con el gran poder del Señor. Pónganse toda la armadura de Dios para que puedan hacer frente a las artimañas del diablo. Porque nuestra lucha no es contra seres humanos, sino contra poderes, contra autoridades, contra potestades que dominan este mundo de tinieblas. Contra fuerzas espirituales malignas en las regiones celestiales. Por lo tanto, pónganse toda la armadura de Dios para que cuando llegue el día malo puedan resistir hasta puedan resistir hasta el fin con firmeza. Manténganse firmes, ceñidos con el cinturón de la verdad, protegidos con la coraza de justicia. El, el 14 lo acabamos de poner para esta semana. That last part, verse 14, the, the, the belt of truth, is what we're going to focus on talking about today. Esta semana vamos a hablar del cinturón de la verdad, que es el, el versículo 14. There's a, uh, a popular phrase that we use in English sometimes that just says that truth is stranger than fiction. Hay una, algo que se dice en inglés que la verdad es más difícil que la ficción. So sometimes things are true, but they're just really bizarre. Algunas veces algunas cosas son verdad, pero simplemente son como media raras. So for example, I found a couple of them, I want to read them to you. Encontré algunas y quisiera leérselas. One of them says that a lightning bolt can generate a temperature that's five times hotter than the sun. Una de ellas es que un trueno puede tener más más temperatura que cinco veces que el sol. Another one talks about one serving cup full of matter from a neutron star will weigh as much as Mount Everest does here on Earth. Otra es que una taza de neutrones de una estrella pesa lo mismo que la montaña Everest, la montaña más grande del mundo. If you like to have odds, this next one would be fun for you. Y esta es otra rara también. Says that you are more likely to be killed by a flying champagne cork than you are a poisonous spider bite. Dice que es más fácil que uno muera por alguien que tira un corcho de champaña que por una araña venenosa. And this last one is just truly strange to me. Y esta última es muy, muy rara para mí. 
I read where a thousand years ago the emperor of Persia made a long journey. Hace mil años un emperador de Persia hizo un gran viaje. But he was a, a avid reader and he was afraid to be away from his scrolls for so long. A él le gustaba leer mucho y entonces sabía que este viaje iba a ser muy largo y no quería estar lejos de sus rollos por mucho tiempo. So he decided to load up 400 camels. Así que montó 400 camellos with his 117,000 scrolls. Con 117,000 rollos. And then took them on the journey with him. Y se los llevó al viaje. And to make it even more strange, we know that he paid workers to keep the camels walking in alphabetical order so he could find his scrolls. Y para hacerlo aún más raro, es que él le pagó a sus sirvientes para que mantuvieran a los camellos en orden alfabético para que así él supiera dónde estaba todo lo que él necesitaba. Now I just tell you those things because they are true but they are strange. Simplemente les digo esto porque es verdad, pero es raro. And that might be great if you're playing a trivia game. Y estas verdades pueden ser buenas si está jugando un juego de trivia. But it's not always helpful in life knowing that information. Pero no no ayuda tanto en la vida real saber esta información. What we want to know are things like how can uh, answers help us in life? Lo que nosotros queremos saber es cómo las, las cosas nos ayudan en la vida. How can it properly guide us to the afterlife? Cómo esas nos pueden ayudar en la vida venidera. And how we should live while we're here during this life. Y cómo debemos vivir mientras estamos en esta vida. We want to know truth when it's important to us. Queremos saber la verdad cuando es importante para nosotros. Like when our kids are lying. Como cuando los hijos, nuestros hijos nos mienten. Or when the news is fake. O cuando las noticias no son verdad. Or if somebody's not telling us everything that's true. O cuando alguien no nos está diciendo toda la verdad. But even more important than those things, we want to know about spiritual truth. Pero aún más importante que esas cosas, queremos saber las verdades espirituales. Who is God and what about heaven and what about Jesus? ¿Quién es Dios? El cielo, quién fue Jesús. You know, how, are, how do we get to the afterlife and who's going to be there? Cómo llegamos a ese, ese lugar después de la vida, quién va a estar allí. And all of those truths are found in God's word. Y todas esas verdades son encontradas en la Biblia. And God wants us to know that. Y Dios quiere que sepamos eso. However, <laughs> Satan doesn't want us to know that. Y Satanás no quiere que sepamos eso. The devil is out to twist the truth so we don't understand it completely. El diablo maneja la verdad para que nosotros no la entendamos. In fact, the Bible tells us in John chapter 8 verse 44, you can read the words of Jesus himself. Uh, Jesús habla en Juan 8:44 y dice Jesús dice, porque no hay verdad en él, el diablo. Cuando miente, expresa su propia naturaleza, porque es un mentiroso. Él es el padre de la mentira. ¿Alguna vez alguien ha escuchado esa frase, el padre de la mentira? Es de donde viene, Jesús hablando acerca del diablo. 
And Jesus says that everything that comes out of Satan's mouth is a, a lie. He's the father of all lies. Y todo lo que viene de la boca del diablo es una mentira. Jesús lo dice. But we don't want to buy into those lies and God wants to free us from those lies. Y Dios no quiere que nosotros creamos esas mentiras. So a lot of times we talk about the Bible liberating us or freeing us from Satan's deception. Entonces muchas veces leemos en la Biblia como eh, la verdad nos mantiene libres. And in the same gospel of John chapter 8 down in verse 32, we read something else that's spoken of there but about truth. Y Juan 8:32 dice, y conocerán la verdad y la verdad los hará libres. It simply says the truth will be known and it will set you free. Simplemente dice que la verdad será conocida y esta nos hará libres. So I say all of this about truth because that's what the topic is on today, the belt of truth. Y les he dicho todo esto de la verdad porque el tópico de hoy es la verdad, el cinturón de la verdad. And when we talk about spiritual armor these next few weeks, we want to mention some things specifically. Y estas siguientes semanas hablaremos de varias piezas de la armadura y, y qué, qué significa. One of them is, what did that piece of armor do for the Roman soldier? Una de esas es, ¿qué, qué es lo que esta pieza de armadura le ayudaba al soldado romano? The second one is, what does that piece of armor uh, do for us spiritually? Y cómo esa pieza de armadura en un cristiano nos ayuda espiritualmente. And then the third one is, how do we use that piece of armor in our modern day life? La tercera es, cómo esa pieza de armadura nos ayuda en la vida uh, de ahora para cómo usarla mejor. So the first thing I want to mention is the belt of truth for the Roman soldier. Lo primero que quiero mencionar es el cinturón de la verdad para el soldado romano. Okay. I know we all know what a belt is. I counted them at home and I realized that I have five belts in my closet that fit me right now. Yo sé que todos sabemos que es un cinturón. Yo en casa tengo cinco que me quedan. I don't know about you. You might have many more. We wear them to hold up our pants. No sé ustedes. Nosotros los usamos para mantenernos los pantalones arriba. And then sometimes we put them around the outside of our body as a fashion statement. Y a veces nos lo ponemos afuera como una un un modo de de verse. But that's not what the Roman soldiers used them for. Pero eso no era para lo que los soldados romanos lo usaban. In fact, I was asking people this week if they had a belt of truth that they could loan me to wear this morning. Esta semana le pregunté a algunas personas si tenían un cinturón de la verdad para poderlo usar esta semana. And the kids ministry department gave me one. Y el departamento de niños me dio uno. There it is, right there. Este es. That is not going around me at all. No va, no va this a poder is not going to be a belt I am wearing today. No lo voy a poder usar hoy. I told them maybe a garter belt. Tal vez para el muslo. <laughs> or maybe like a necklace, Por but this cuello. is not going to be a belt around my waist. Pero no va a ser para mi cintura. So I'm going to set it there for you to look at to be reminded of. Entonces lo voy a poner aquí para que ustedes lo vean y se recuerden. For the Roman soldier, the belt wasn't made out of plastic and looked like a kid's toy at all. Para el soldado romano, el cinturón no estaba hecho de plástico y no se veía como algo para jugar. It was probably two to four inches long. Más o menos dos a cuatro eh, pulgadas. Had a buckle on one end of it. Tenía una cosa para poderla cerrar. A lot of times would have metal 
squares attached to it to protect the leather. Muchas veces tenía unas cosas de metal en forma de cuadro como para proteger la piel. And then it would have little strings tied to it or some hooks on it so that you could suspend things hanging from your belt. Y tenía unas tiras que a veces tenían unas, unos ganchitos para poder sostener cosas. Yeah, there's some pictures of some modern recreations of what they might look like. Estas son unas fotos de algunas recreaciones que como tal vez pudieron lucir en ese momento. As you can see from the pictures, sometimes they had long metal straps with metal, excuse me, long leather straps with metal or bone or, or uh, uh, some kind of ivory attached to them. Se dan cuenta, tiene unas cositas colgando que son hechas de piel y tienen algunas decoraciones, algunas veces eran de oro, de plata o de marfil. And they would kind of hang down in the front almost like an apron in front of the soldier. Y a veces se veía como que si tuvieran una gabacha enfrente, pero eran nada más unas tiritas. And I used to always think that that was there for protection of this body part. Y pensé que tal vez era para proteger la parte de enfrente del cuerpo. But there was no protection from those little flimsy straps. Pero eso no era para protegerse. Most historians and archaeologists believe that those were actually a way to display badges and awards and show off military status. Algunos historiadores uh, piensan que tal vez era como para que la, los soldados demostraran sus medallas y cosas así. So where we put badges and stuff a lot of times on people's shoulders or on a sash, they put it across the front part, the apron of their belt. Entonces, hoy en día usamos gafetes o medallas que van alrededor de nuestro pecho, pero ellos lo usaban en el cinturón. It's also really important to know that it's been well documented that only Roman soldiers could wear a belt that looked anything like this. Y sabemos por los historiadores que solamente los soldados romanos podían usar este cinturón. Nadie más podía usarlo. And the soldiers would wear them all the time, whether they were dressed in their military clothes or just wearing street clothes. Y aunque no estuvieran usando todo su uniforme, lo usaban y entonces era el modo que la gente podía distinguir que eran soldados romanos o no. And again, most people believe it was a way to show the public that they were part of an elite force known as the Roman military. Eso era para que la gente supiera que ellos eran parte de una fuerza elite como lo eran los soldados romanos. So it'd be a lot like people wearing a badge nowadays. They wore this whether they were on duty or not so you knew, everybody else knew who they were. En estos días es como los policías que usan su placa de policías para que la gente supiera quién eran ellos. History tells us that when a soldier would get in trouble, that the officers would actually take their belt away from them so they didn't have that status symbol any longer. Como forma de, de castigo, si los, si los romanos, si los soldados romanos hacían algo, eh, eh, ese cinturón era quitado por sus superiores. That was about the worst punishment that a soldier could have. Era el peor castigo que un soldado podía recibir. It's also been written in New Testament history uh, in sources outside of the Bible um, that the Roman, uh, some Roman officers and, and soldiers converted to Christianity. Eh, también es leído y es sabido que 
afuera de, de la Biblia, de anales, de, de historia, que cuando los oficiales romanos se convertían a la cristianidad, and when they accepted Jesus, they took off their belts and threw them away to prove to the rest of the world that Christ was now who they were serving, not the Roman army. Entonces era parte de su nueva conversión a su nueva fe, quitarse el cinturón por sí mismos y, y quitárselo para que ahora la gente pudiera ver que ellos no servían al ejército romano, sino a, a Dios. The Roman soldier belt was super important in their society. El, el cinturón romano era muy, una pieza muy importante para ellos en la sociedad. But when we talk about spiritual armor, the belt seems to be a cheap, small, little piece that's not that important. Pero cuando hablamos en realidad, pensamos que es como una pieza no tan importante. We would think that the helmet is more important because it protects our head. Pensaríamos que el casco es más importante porque protege el cerebro. Or the breastplate would be more important because it protects the lungs and the heart. O que la parte de enfrente protegía más eh, al, al corazón y a, los, y a los otros órganos. Or maybe the shield was the most important because it could defend any part of the body. O tal vez el, el escudo era más importante porque protegía a toda la persona. But Paul begins with a simple little belt. Pero Pablo empieza con el, algo simple como es el cinturón. And the belt really was incredibly important even though it was small in size. Y el cinturón en realidad era muy importante aunque era pequeño. It was important for the rest of the armor that they would put on and for their success in the battlefield. Era importante para el resto del uniforme que se ponían y para tener eh, éxito en las batallas. I want to mention like three uh, main reasons why it was important to the, the soldier out in the field. Voy a mencionar tres cosas por lo cual pienso que era importante ponerse este cinturón. One of them is that the soldiers many times would wear long robes uh, called a tunic to, as, as part of their clothing outfit. Muchas veces los hombres usaban un tipo de túnica que iba desde arriba hasta casi el piso. And if you've ever seen a tunic, it's just kind of a, a piece that goes over your head and shoulders and just is stitched all the way down to your ankles. Es como un vestido largo y también tenía como una capucha para cubrir la cabeza. And when a soldier needed to do something quick or rather important, he would actually have to pull part of that uh, tunic up out of the way, and so the belt was helpful. Entonces el cinturón era muy importante porque cuando un soldado tenía que correr o hacer algo, simplemente subía su, subía su túnica y se la amarraba encima del cinturón. El cinturón lo ayudaba para que se mantuviera firme. The Bible calls that girding your loins. La Biblia llama eso, ceñid vuestros lomos. It's a phrase that we don't use hardly anymore. Es una frase que casi nunca usamos. But it's something they talked about in scripture all the time. Pero es algo que lo usaban en la escritura todo el tiempo. So to have a little fun and to explain it a little more, we have a video for you to watch, which is kind of a fun two-minute educational video on girding up your loins. Entonces tenemos un video de dos minutos para que ustedes comprendan un poquito más lo importante que era este cinturón. I know it's in English, but I'm sure you'll get it. Es en inglés, pero está muy interesante. In ancient times in the Middle East, men traditionally wore robe as part of their everyday attire. 
The robe is not to be confused with a dress or muumuu. It was a practical adaptation from a desire to appear modest and to keep cool in a warm climate. This everyday attire, however, did present some practical challenges. For example, if he had to lift something heavy, requiring him to squat or to bend his legs, providing a strong lifting base, the robe would prove to be a limitation. Or if he wanted to play a game involving running or kicking a ball, the robe would limit his range of motion. Or if he were attacked by a wild animal. When he wanted to accomplish something difficult, these limitations led to the phrase, gird up your loins or gird up your loincloth. First, a man would reach between his legs and grab the backside of his robe and pull it upward toward his waist. Next, the robe would be tucked into the man's belt, securing it. After a man would gird up his loins, he would have better mobility, like squatting to lift, running in place, kicking a ball, and standing in a wide stance, defensive posture. Seeing a man who has girded up his loins was a common sight in the ancient world. Although able to move about with greater freedom, he looked ridiculous, as if he were wearing a diaper. This gave way to what we refer to as pants. Okay, so I figured I could show you the video or I could wear a giant diaper on stage today. Entonces decidí entre que miraran el video o yo tener que usar un gran pañal. Raise your hand if you're glad I showed the video instead. <laughs> so they would do that. So again, and, and, and sometimes when we see Roman soldiers, they were wearing more of kind of a, a short above the knee, almost like a, a kilt or a skirt, so that they didn't have that problem. En algunas eh, situaciones, los soldados también podían usar una túnica corta que se veía más como una falda. But when it was cold or they were in the northern regions and they wore longer tunics, you could see where the belt would be helpful for the soldier. Pero en otras regiones que tal vez era más frío, usaban esas túnicas más largas y ven como esto venía, el cinturón les quedaba muy bien. A second way that the belt helped the soldier was with his backpack. Otra razón por, la, por el cinturón es de que la cargaban su mochila de atrás. If you've ever put a backpack on or uh, gone out hiking or just carrying school books, you know it gets hard on your back carrying all that weight around. Si ustedes alguna vez han cargado una, una maleta pesada, se dan cuenta que es, eh, termina uno cansado por el dolor de espalda. A soldier's pack would have his gear, his food, his bedroll, his weapons. It could weigh up to 100 pounds of stuff in there. Eh, su mochila podría pesar hasta 100 libras porque ahí cargaban sus raciones, sus ropas, todo lo que necesitaban. Entonces podía pesar hasta 100 libras. So the Romans decided, uh, came up with a way, created a way to hook it partially to the belt so that the hips took part of the weight off of the back. Entonces de, había una forma de que ponían la maleta agarrada al cinturón, entonces la, las caderas ayudaban un poco con ese peso. 
you wear a modern day backpack, a lot of times they have a waist belt that you can fasten that does the same exact thing for us. En estos días también venden ese tipo de mochilas donde tienen un cinturón que está amarrado a la cintura, entonces eso también ayuda a cargar el peso. A third way that it was helpful for the soldier is it helps support the breastplate of right or the bre the breastplate for a battle that they would wear. Y la tercera cosa que el cinturón era muy importante es que les ayudaba a que se mantuviera su su este su protección de pecho, su pechera eh, a, eh, agarrada con el cinturón para que no se moviera. Because as they put this piece of metal on the front and on the back, it could move around, come up at their neck, their throat, or slide all over the place. Entonces era como para que eso no se moviera, para que se mantuviera en lugar, en su lugar. So they would tie it to the belt to secure it. Lo amarraban al, al cinturón. And the same thing with their sword, they wanted it in one place, not just flopping all over or falling on the ground all the time. Entonces la, la espada también iba al cinturón, agarrada al cinturón de alguna forma con las tiras o algo así. So it was important to the Roman um, military man because without a belt, it was possible that his tunic would always be in the way, his backpack would be too heavy, not carried it, or his armor would be flopping around and falling off. Entonces, tres cosas que era importante para que tuvieran libertad de movimiento, para que les ayudara a cargar su mochila y para que estuviera seguro su uniforme. So Paul told us that we ought to put on the belt, but he said it's the belt of truth. Entonces es importante, Pablo nos dice que nos debemos de poner el cinturón, el cinturón de la verdad. And then we start to wonder, why did he say of truth? Entonces empezamos a pensar, ¿por qué decía de la verdad? And I would say it's because truth is an identifying characteristic of a Christian. Entonces yo diría que porque la verdad es una característica que simboliza al, al cristiano. When we speak the truth, people ought to know that we are honoring God because of uh, our, our truthful talk. Cuando nosotros hablamos la verdad, la gente debe saber que nosotros estamos honrando a Dios al hablar la verdad. And so a belt of truth was assigned to everyone of who we are legion to. Entonces el cinturón de la verdad es, enseña que nuestra, nuestra lealtad estaba hacia Dios. Just like this belt that the soldier wore showed everybody who they were a legion to, which was Rome. Al mismo tiempo como el cinturón de los romanos enseñaba a quién le tenían alianza al, al, al pueblo romano, al ejército romano. So Paul is, Paul is saying that the belt shows your allegiance, but he wanted to make sure we were allegiant to God and the truth, not to military. Entonces Pablo dice que él quería asegurarse que el, nuestro cinturón reflejara la alianza que tenemos con Cristo y no con una autoridad como un, un, um, como un algo militar. So the Bible gives us a lot of, the Bible gives us all the truth that we need in God's word. La Biblia nos da todas las verdades de Dios. But it's not always the same as we hear in society because they have their own form of truth. Pero no es la misma verdad que oímos en la sociedad porque ellos tienen su propia forma de verdad. In the Bible it talks about our life is about serving others. La Biblia dice que debemos de servir a otros. The truth of the world says, look out for yourself. La verdad del mundo dice, primero tú. 
The truth of the Bible says everything you need, you need to do right now. Todo lo que tienes que hacer, la Biblia dice que todo lo que tienes que hacer, lo tienes que hacer ahora. Truth of the world, or, uh, I'm sorry, I said that backwards. The truth of the world says everything you need to do is right now. Y la verdad del mundo dice que todo lo que tienes que hacer, lo haces ahora. But the truth of the Bible is that we know that there's going to be time in the future and an afterlife for us. Pero la verdad de la Biblia dice que hay un hay otra vida más allá de esta de esta vida. We also know that the Bible teaches us that God does not like violence and that he is destroying violence but with forgiveness, not greater violence. La Biblia dice también que Dios no le gusta la violencia, que él destruye la violencia no con más violencia, sino con perdón. Our world says just have more violence to outdo the other person and you don't ever need to forgive them. Pero el mundo dice simplemente combate la violencia con más violencia así tú no tienes que pensar en la otra persona ni en perdonar. The world says that God, whoever he is, is vindictive and mad at us and is out to destroy us. El mundo dice que Dios, quien sea que es, está ahí y es un Dios que quiere destruirnos. But the Bible's truth says God loves us and sent Jesus as a sacrifice for us so we could be reunited with him. Pero la verdad de la Biblia dice que Dios nos ama y que él mandó a su único hijo a morir por nosotros. There's a lot of truth in the Bible that's different than what the world says is truth. Hay mucha verdad en la Biblia que es diferente a la verdad que dice la la sociedad. And so it's important for us to know what is in scripture. Entonces es importante saber and for us to wear this belt of truth. And just like the Roman soldier wore their belt all the time. We should wear our belt of truth at all times. So that's kind of the, the back story on what the belt was for and why it's known as the belt of truth. Entonces esa es como la historia como para saber para qué era el cinturón y para qué se usaba. And now I just want to tell you how do we put the belt on and actually wear it in life. Y ahora les quiero decir cómo en realidad se pone uno ese cinturón y lo usa. There is one simple sentence that I kind of came up with to remind me of what it is. Hay una una oración que que se me ocurrió y eso es contrae todo lo que debe de ser. I would say it this way and it'll probably be on the screen. It says to buckle on the belt of truth means to give Christ the final word in our life. El ponerse el cinturón de la verdad es darle a Dios, rendirle a Dios que él sea el que tome la última palabra. If we're going to have the belt of truth on us, we need to make sure Jesus has that final say so on what we do. Si nosotros queremos usar ese cinturón, entonces debemos asegurarnos de que Jesús tiene la última palabra en las decisiones que hacemos. Because when it comes time for making decisions, we all have a sort of a filter that we look at. Porque cuando llega el tiempo de tomar decisiones, hay como 
filtros que usamos para tomar esas decisiones. If we consider our final decision uh, according to my feelings, then I'm only going to do what feels right for me. Si hacemos nuestras decisiones pensando en lo que nosotros sentimos, simplemente las vamos a tomar por nuestros sentimientos. Or if I'm making my decision based on others, then I'm just doing what my my parents, if you're a child, or my spouse, or my kids, or my boss, what they want for me to do. O también nos ponemos a pensar en lo que las otras personas piensan que nosotros debemos, cómo debemos de tomar las decisiones. Entonces pensamos en nuestros padres, en nuestros esposos, en nuestros hijos, en nuestros jefes. If you're basing your decision on what culture says, then you're letting politicians decide what is good at any given moment in your life. Y si dejamos que la sociedad nos influencie para tomar nuestras decisiones, en cualquier momento podemos tomar decisiones basadas en lo que ellos piensan que es verdad. And then the last one I'm going to tell you, but I don't really like it because it really hits home. Y la última, no me gusta mucho decirla porque de veras es algo personal. And that is if we allow our personal comfort to make decisions for us. Si, de, si, si, de, si dejamos que las decisiones que tomamos sean tomadas por nuestro propio bien, por nuestro propio confort, entonces ahí es un problema. Because when my comfort is the driving force, what I tend to do is choose what's easiest for me and is going to give me the least resistance along the way. Porque si tomamos nuestras decisiones por medio de eso, ¿cuál es lo que más nos queda a nosotros? Entonces vamos a tomar la decisión que sea más fácil y que tenga menos obstáculos para nosotros. So my feelings or other people or culture or comfort are not a good filter to make decisions on. Entonces nuestros sentimientos, otras personas, la sociedad o mi confort no son unos buenos filtros para usar para tomar nuestras decisiones. So if we want to make a decision that's based on truth, then we need to talk to somebody who knows what truth is. Entonces si queremos tomar una decisión basada en la verdad, tenemos que hablar con alguien que sabe la verdad. And if you want to know what absolute truth is, then talk to the author of truth. Entonces debemos de hablar con el autor de la verdad, el que la escribió. And we all know that the author of truth is God himself. Y todos sabemos que el autor de la verdad es Dios. So that's why I say give Jesus the final word in your decision making process. Por eso les digo que denle a Dios la última palabra cuando vayan a tomar una decisión. That's how we put on the belt of truth. Y así es como nos ponemos el cinturón de la verdad. Now, I would like to mention that when we're making those decisions, there's a couple ways to check if we're making the right choice. Cuando hacemos estas decisiones, hay unas cosas que podemos usar para checar si estamos en, la, en lo cierto. One of them is to look at and understand the Word of God. Una de ellas es mirar y entender la Palabra de Dios. If you want to know what Jesus says about truth, Read the red letters and the red words in your Bible. Si quieren entender la verdad, entonces lean las letras rojas en la Biblia. We sit there and we know what God's word is and where to find it, but sometimes we don't go back and look at it. Sabemos dónde está la verdad, pero muchas veces no vamos allá dónde está la verdad. Sometimes we think we know what it is or we even sometimes make up part of it, but we don't always go back to actually look at it. 
pensamos que sabemos cuál es, a veces hasta la creamos, pero no vamos directamente a la fuente. So the main point I want you to know is, if you want to always wear the right belt of truth, go research and know what the right truth is, which is God's word. Entonces, si quieren saber cuál es la verdad, verdad, tienen que ir a donde está escrito, donde está la fuente. And sometimes then we have those uh, gray areas of life. Y a veces tenemos esas áreas grises en la vida. Where the Bible says to do something or not do something, but we have all that space in the middle. Entonces hay decisiones que son eh, un poquito difíciles de tomar. And when it comes to those gray areas, I would simply ask you and I to think through a few other questions. Entonces, cuando nos enfrentamos a esas decisiones en áreas grises, quiero que ustedes y yo hagamos esto. So when the Bible doesn't say to do something or it doesn't prohibit it, you have to make a decision for yourself. Entonces, cuando la Biblia no lo prohíbe y no habla de ello, entonces ustedes y nosotros tenemos que hacer una decisión. So just ask yourself, does your decision honor Christ? Háganse esta pregunta. ¿Mi decisión uh, le rinde honor a Cristo? Would this gray area decision help you learn to love him more? Esta decisión que estoy tomando me va a ayudar a amarlo más. Would this gray area decision help you fight off sin better? Esta decisión que voy a tomar en esta área gris me va a ayudar a rechazar el pecado. Or would this gray area help you and others to strengthen your faith? O esta decisión me va a ayudar a mí y a otros a reforzar nuestra fe. I don't expect you to remember all of those questions. No espero que ustedes eh, se recuerden de todas estas preguntas. I just want you to know that when the Bible is not specific, either yes or no, we still can apply godly principles in making gray area decisions. Simplemente les quiero decir que cuando la Biblia no lo ha, no habla de, de cierta cosa o lo prohíbe, aún en esas áreas grises, nosotros podemos aplicar verdades bíblicas para tomar esa decisión. And if you'll consider those ideas and consult the word of God, you will begin to wear the ultimate truth all the time. Entonces, si ustedes consultan a Dios en la Biblia y para tomar esas decisiones entonces empezarán a usar este cinturón de la verdad so when I began I said that this is a very small piece of the spiritual armor entonces cuando empecé el, ser, el sermón les dije que este era un, un pedazo muy pequeño del, de la, del, de la, del uniforme and it's not going to really protect you from anything in battle but it is an incredibly important piece for our spiritual warfare. Because by putting this on first, the other pieces that we're given make more sense and work the proper way. So as Paul says, Let's start with the belt of truth. And over the next few weeks, we're going to add on the other pieces along the way. Great. Let's pray, and then we will continue on with the time of communion that we have here today. 
Thank you again, Father, for a chance to gather together here today. Thank you that we have time to worship and time to listen and to learn. And we pray that these um, truths that we learn from Scripture will be something that we could take and apply in our life. Thank you for giving us spiritual armor so we can withstand the battle, the spiritual battle behind the scenes that we know is taking place. Lord, thank you for giving us the apostles' writings so we understand it and begin to apply it. Lord, we love you. We thank you for today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.